Hallelujah! Praise Yahweh! Welcome to the Inward Jew Nation of God Ministries Communicate. Happy 55th Independence Anniversary to our Guyanese at home and around the world. Is May twenty seven, twenty twenty one. My title is Yahweh. Open up our understanding. That we might understand the scriptures. This is the title of this message. Beloved, as the saints of the first century, we believers of all nations in Christ who are sanctified in him and called to be saints are the bonified 21st century new covenant or New Testament generation in Christ. Know who we are in Christ. Let's give Yahweh praise to Christ his son. Hallelujah. Glory to Yahweh. As a result, we represent the truth in Christ, not human spirits, interpretations of scriptures, and our man-made customs, and historical positions held such as, say, Good Friday, which we blindly follow at one time, even without questioning. Concerning Good Friday, later in the message, we will search the scriptures prayerfully to first find out for ourselves what day the scriptures actually say about Christ's death and the day he was laid in the new tomb. Since we already know the day he was resurrected. Matthew chapter 27 verses 1 through 7. I urge us to stand firm in our faith, but with one open mind, with an open mind, and be committed to what the scriptures say only. And to transmit these relevant truths to our immediate and future generations to the glory of Yahweh. And yes, we do have justifiable reasons for searching the scriptures for ourselves, some of which are one, we are exercising our God given right and boldness to do so. For we have the mind of Christ. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. 2. They testify of Christ and they have eternal life. John chapter 5, verse 38. And 3. It's a sign that we are maturing together from within as one new covenant temple in Christ's blood. And that we are joining along a specific direction 
in his steps with continuity by the help of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 to 22. Let's consider the scriptures in Daniel uh, chapter 9, verses 27 to 25 to 27 to understand what they say about Christ. The scriptures say 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sin and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring the everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to, and to build Jerusalem and unto the Messiah, the Prince, shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall even in troubled times. And after three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the Prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary and the end thereof shall be with a flood and unto the end of the of the war, desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of the abominations, he shall make it desolate even until the consummation. And that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Beloved, according to Daniel chapter 9, verse 5, the angel Gabriel said to, Dan, to, to, to Daniel that 70 weeks were the period of time fixed for his people and his holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy and bless Yahweh for his infinite wisdom for 69 weeks or 483 days where each day represents one year stretched out unto Messiah the Prince who appeared on the public scene at the right time. Now, Daniel's prophecy concerning the 69 weeks having been fulfilled, Daniel 9, 25, the one week or seven years period given each day represents a year that the, that followed it, the 69 weeks in a logical sequence, of course, was commenced with a series of events by Christ at the age of 30 years. Luke chapter 3, verses 21 to 23. Beloved, Christ began his public ministry in the 17th week, which was the one week that followed the 69th week, but not before he was baptized by his cousin John, his forerunner, who was baptizing in the river Jordan 
at that time, and justifiable so, since Yeshua said to him, such suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. When John had preferred it to be baptized, before to be baptized by Christ instead. And the scriptures say, Yeshua, when he was baptized, went up straight out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the spirit of Yahweh. He sent it like a dove, and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Matthew chapter 4, verses 13 to 17. Interestingly, Yeshua himself began to be about 30 years of age at that time of his baptism. Luke chapter 3, verses 23 to 23. Following that event, he, the Christ of Yahweh, was tempted by the devil after he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 to 11. And after he had defeated the devil at every temptation and finally dismissed him, Yeshua, having heard that John was in prison, left Nazareth and dwelt in Capernaum. And thankfully, the scriptures say that Christ's presence in Capernaum lit up the lives of the Gentiles who lived and dwelt in darkness on the seacoast beyond Galilee. And from that time, Yeshua began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 to 17. Beloved, as the anointed Yeshua, Daniel 9, 24, Luke 4, 14, walked by the sea of Galilee. He called the fishermen, the fishermen to follow him. Namely, Simon called Peter, Andrew his brother, and immediately they left their nets and followed. Matthew chapter 4, 18 to 20. And as he walked on border, Yeshua called out two other brethren, namely, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were in the ship with their father, men in their nets at that time, and they did not hesitate to leave the ship and their father and follow Christ. In Matthew chapter 4, verses 23 and 24 say, and Yeshua went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments and those which were possessed were with devils and those with which were lunatics and those which had the palsy, and he healed them. Glory! Matthew chapter 4, 23 
we can afford. Beloved, as Christ preached the gospel of the kingdom to Israel, he fulfilled the, the prophecy in Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 and 2. According to, according to Luke chapter 4, verses 16 to 20, which say, And he came up, uh, and he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and his custom was, he went in the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach a deliverance to the captives, and recovery of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. Bless Yahweh. Beloved, Christ reached the zenith of his gospel ministry to Israel during his triumphant entry into Jerusalem as he rode a donkey. According to the scriptures, uh, according to Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 11, it says, And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and were come to Bethpage, to Bethpage, unto the Mount of Olives, then set Yeshua two disciples, sent Yeshua two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway you shall find an ass tied, and a colt with her, loose them and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, ye shall say, The Lord hath needed of them, and straightway. He will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek and sitting upon an ass, and a colt, the fault of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus or Yeshua commanded them. And brought the ass and the colt and put on, on them their clothes, and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down the branches from the trees and saw them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When he was come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? 
And the multitude said, this is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Beloved, no sooner had Israel accepted Christ than they rejected both him and the kingdom. As a result, Yeshua was crucified at a young age of 33 and a half years. It is noteworthy that Christ appeared on the public scene at the end of the sixth to the ninth week, and he commenced his public ministry in the seventh week at age 30. But it ended in the midst of the, the seventh week when he was cut off at age 33 and a half. Remember that the one week represents seven years. And half of seven is three and a half. Thus Christ fulfilled the prophecy in Daniel chapter 9, 26 and 27, which said, and after three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary and the end thereof shall be with a flood. And unto the end of the war, desolations and de are determined. In verse 27, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of the week, and he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abomination, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Interestingly, beloved, the pronoun he. In Daniel chapter 9, verse 27, as is antecedent in the non Messiah, which goes before it in Daniel chapter 9, verse 26. Please note that the colon, after the word himself, introduces an interruption. It describes what follows after the 70th week. Beloved, the Bible, the biblical truth is that Christ and Christ alone, by the offer, offering of himself, caused the sacrifice and the oblation to be ceased, as it is written. But Christ being come and high praise of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. That is to say, not this building. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an ephah sprinkling the unclean, Sanctified to the purifying 
of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament, New Covenant, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Hebrews chapter 9, verses 11 through 16. Chapter 10, 1 through 14. Finally, was Yeshua crucified on Good Friday, really? Beloved, Yeshua Messiah did spend three days and three nights in the heart of the earth, as it is written, for as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Matthew 12, verse 10. And he was resurrected on the first day of the week. Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 to 7. Mark chapter 16, verses 1 to 7. Luke chapter 24, verses 1 to 6. And John chapter 20, verses 1 to 17. Now the big question is, was Yeshua crucified on Friday, really? Let the scriptures speak for themselves. According to Genesis 1 and 5, and 5, this is chapter, verse 5, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Now with this truth in mind, let's come backward. Let's come backward in a logical order sequence from the third day to the first day to arrive at the day Christ was actually laid in the tomb. Starting from the third day, that is from Saturday evening after sundown to Friday evening at sundown plus the second day, that is from Friday at sundown to Thursday at sundown and the first day, that is from Thursday at sundown to Wednesday at sundown, together they make up three days and three nights. That is 24 hours multiplied by three equals to 72 hours. Understand, since Wednesday starts on Tuesday evening at sundown, then according to the scriptures, Yeshua, the son of Yahweh, was crucified on a Tuesday 
the very day of the preparation of the Passover. Not the day of the preparation of the regular Sabbath. Further, Yeshua's body was laid in a new tomb on the set Tuesday, but in the evening before the high or special Sabbath would have started. As it is written, the Jews therefore, because it was the preparation that the bodies should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day, for that Sabbath day was a high day, besought Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken down. John chapter 19, verse 21, Luke chapter 23, verses 50 to 53. Let's give Yahweh praise for revelation knowledge. Hallelujah! All right. And now, this is your moment of inward consummation and homecoming. Beloved reader, Yahweh is light and in him there is no darkness at all. First John chapter 1, verse 5. Now if you need to have a right relationship followed by a sweet fellowship, by sweet fellowship with Yahweh and with, his, with Christ's son, verse John 1, 3, then repent of your sins and invite Christ into your heart and life. Knowing that by doing this, you have entered the new covenant of the shed blood of Christ. As it is written, for this is my blood of the new testament, which is shed for many, for the remission of sins. Matthew 26, verse 28. Luke chapter 22, verse 20. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 25. Glory! Hallelujah! May Yahweh, the God of peace, that brought again from the dead our Lord Yeshua, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you, that which is well pleasing in his sight, to the sure Messiah, to Jesus Christ, the whom be glory forever and ever is my prayer. Hebrews chapter 13, Verses 20, 21. Amen. Bless Yahweh, 
who is worthy of honor and power and glory and praise. Hallelujah! May Yahweh richly bless you and your household. Well, our time is up. It was a pleasure sharing with you spiritual matters. If this message has blessed you, please remember to leave a comment in the form below. Thanks for your time. See you at our next Janab Ministries Communique with Redeeming Love. Praise the Lord.